Hey everyone, this is Dr. Nick Delgado, and our talk today is about hormone testosterone pellets, also estradiol. Have you ever wondered about the power or the importance of bioidentical hormones as you age? Have you ever considered that fatigue, lack of energy, poor libido, the inability to lose body fat, various issues related to inflammation and body pain were actually related to a declining level of hormones. My guest today is Dr. Kathleen Geringer. She'll be sharing with you a very novel, yet it's been around since the 1940s, pellet procedure. This is a very important course, so please uh, stay tuned with us and we're going to be able to answer your questions during the course of the event, and you can always tune into nickdelgado.com where we can engage and uh, really uh, fulfill any questions you have and follow up with you as you need. Dr. Geringer, I, I know it's been a while um, in terms of this importance of a therapy, and I know you've been doing this procedure and therapy and training doctors and helping people to really learn to kind of the core of what we call bioidentical hormones. But why would a person go to pellet therapy, which is inserted, say, into the buttocks, just under the skin, with a local anesthetic, you just feel a little pinch, you hardly hurt at all, uh, just a little uh, pinch, as I said, a little discomfort. And uh, that therapy can last from three to six months for a man or a woman. Why would we want to go to bioidentical testosterone pellets instead of injectable testosterone or cream. So we're gonna answer those questions and more during the course of this talk. I, I want everyone to uh, feel comfortable with, uh, again, asking questions during the course of this event. And then please uh, remember on Tuesday, November 19th at 3 p.m. Pacific, which is 3 p.m., uh, 6 p.m. East Coast time, we have a very special podcast webinar as well. So uh, let's uh, first go through Dr. Geringer uh, the first uh, particular slide here, and that re relates to uh, the various hormones and the organs and how it relates. Dr. Geringer? Yes. Hi there. And when we talk about pellet therapy, we want to really focus on your whole entire hormonal system. Our hormones function as a whole entire unit. So around the age of 25, our organ starts to produce less hormones. And when that happens, these hormones actually really declines as we age. So we have a decrease in your thyroid, we have a decrease in your testosterone and also your progesterone. Our growth so, hormones, yes, our growth hormones, DHEA, prenatalone, and melatonin starts to decrease as well. And so Dr. Nick, we talked about the insulin and insulin resistance hormones. That starts to increase, unfortunately. Well, I will say that certainly insulin may not only increase its ability to be sensitive to actually perform its function. Your body actually might have enough insulin, but it's not doing its job. So the body has to produce more insulin to become more effective. And that becomes a lifestyle issue that we'll address uh, as well. And of course, cortisol may increase initially under stressful conditions or under demand of need of physical or emotional stress. 
but eventually the adrenals tend to burn out and cortisol over time can actually uh, reduce and not be available to support a person in their daily activity. So these are kind of like the science of symptoms of testosterone deficiency. And number one is extreme fatigue between 3 or 4 p.m., mood swings, anxiety, tension, or even sleep disturbance between 3 to 4 a.m., memory loss, depression, lack of focus, and even brain fog. Hot flashes, night sweats, weight gain, joint pain, bladder symptoms, frequent urinary tract infections, particularly in women, migraines, severe headaches, decreased sex drive, and or performance. So these bioidentical replacement therapy, what it does is that it tries to find where the injured tissues are, that the nutrients, what we want to do is that we want to really address the nutritional deficiency and not using drugs. So these are bioidentical. That means it represents your body's biochemistry, the same molecular structure. So we believe in biology before pharmacology. So these natural cell membrane, they're receptor cells for these hormones and these hormones needs to, to adapt and they, they need to create these receptor sites for your own bioidentical hormones and not synthetic hormones. Synthetic hormones are hormones that the receptor sites does not recognize. And of course, these uh, bioidentical hormones such as testosterone or estrogen are actually produced from wild yam extract. So we can actually take plant-based foods and do synthesis, that is, converting these particular molecules to be identical to what your body already is accustomed to, identical to the testosterone in either men or women, and in the case of women, estrogen. Yes, and they must fit in a lock and key fashion. So uh, on the slide here, you can see that the pellets are pretty small. They're kind of like a size of a, a grain, which is like a wild um, rice grain of rice to be embedded into the buttocks area. Yes, uh, and when we have an individual who undergoes the, the procedure, it, it's done within, literally within minutes. It's, it's so simple and easy uh, to, to administer the particular therapy. Uh, Dr. Geringer, so the dosages uh, from a physician's perspective, uh, certainly those who are listening in can take notes, but uh, many of the health practitioners will be using this portion of the course to uh, really move forward and add this to their practice if they're not already uh, utilizing natural bioidentical hormone pellets. So please, what are the dosage size and how can they be tailored to the individual patient? Yes, so they come in multiple dosage and they're tailored towards the individual needs. So first thing we want to do is that we want to talk about estrogen. When we, when we embed a pellet into the subcutaneous layer of the buttocks, we try to find out what the patient's weight is. And of course, there's preliminary pre-pellet labs that we need. So with the estrogen range that we use is between six milligrams to 20 milligrams. 
However, the most common range that we use is between six milligrams, 10 milligrams, or even 12.5 milligrams. Again, according to the patient's weight. For testosterone for female- Dr. Geringer, is it true that some physicians uh, even for women, they may choose to say, for example, only use testosterone pellets. Some of the testosterone may aromatize and convert to add some estrogen. But if the female needs extra estrogen, some doctors will prescribe a bioidentical estradiol cream in conjunction with the testosterone pellets. Do some women fall into that category and not have the estrogen pellets at times? Oh, absolutely. And it really depends if they're still menstruating, if their FSH level is below a 29, then we know that they probably are not a candidate of the estradiol, which is the good form of estrogen. But when a patient's FSH level is greater than a 29, or they haven't had a cycle for about six months to a year, then we know that they probably are they probably in need of estrogen as well. And again, we go through the signs and symptoms and there's a big difference between night sweats and hot flashes. Night sweat is when you have a testosterone deficiency in women. And of course, hot flashes is an estrogen deficiency. And of course, Dr. Geringer, at another portion of our course, we'll talk about the importance of certain herbs. Uh, such as DIM, methane, uh, that is absolutely essential when you're undergoing or providing a patient bioidentical hormone uh, replacement, uh, whether it be from a cream or from pellets. Uh, they really must follow that protocol to allow the hormones to metabolize, that is to function properly and go to their proper pathways to get full benefit and minimize or no side effects. Uh, we, we do find that this is an extraordinary benefit for the patients who uh, add uh, these supplemental uh, herbal natural hormone uh, uh, metabolizers, that is. So that's very important, isn't it? isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And I just have to remind our audience is that our hormones don't just disappear overnight. Just like that first slide that we talked about, our hormones start to decrease by the age of 25 already. So that means that we have to address the nutritional deficiency to support our hormones to shunt it down the right pathway. Even though this testosterone and this estradiol are bioidentical, you still have to address the nutrient part of this whole entire healing process. Absolutely. And you were going to comment on testosterone, probably one of the most important hormones for men, but also for women. Uh, tell me about the interventions, the suggested dosages, and uh, what precautions do we need to take in the doctor's office uh, since these are uh, prescribed Schedule Three uh, drugs? Go ahead. Yes. So testosterone for female, the pellets run in a 25 milligrams, 37.5, 50, 87.5, or 100 milligrams. For male, the pellets run between 200 milligrams and 100 milligrams if needed. So these pellets are, again, just like Dr. Nick mentioned, it is a Schedule Three control substance, so it must be locked in three little locks so nobody can get into it except the prescribing physician. And I think that's important because there's a lot of athletes who 
know the incredible benefits of testosterone. And many of those athletes are using what we call synthetic injectable testosterone because injectable, usually the pharmaceutical companies have uh, developed a, a molecule that's, uh, that's typically different than natural testosterone so they could patent it. In fact, if you inject direct testosterone into a man, which could be done, uh, the problem is it aromatizes, it converts quickly, almost uh, immediately into estrogen. So men then um, require these pellets because the pellets kind of dissolve rather slowly on a daily basis as a man is warmer during the day while he's awake and you know active and cooler at night as are women. And so the, the release is slower at night when they don't need as much testosterone. Now, uh, is, is that part, pretty much uh, part of the, the, the case with uh, the uh, intervention of these particular hormones? And I, I know there's a, a series of lab tests that uh, you like to make sure that are required uh, for individuals uh, to really uh, find out from a female perspective what, what type of test should we do. Yes, and just like you mentioned earlier about the delivery system, because it is embedded subcutaneous in the buttocks area through the adipose tissue, it helps to release it and it's cardiac output. That means if you exercise more, if you're a marathon runner or if you exert your, your physical activity even more, it releases um, at a very, very, what I call stable, whereas injections, it actually surges up on a Monday and then it starts to taper down to like a Wednesday and then you do another injection on the Thursday. So the delivery system is kind of like up and down. Whereas with the pellet therapy, it's very consistent. It levels right out. And back creams, uh, Dr. Geringer too, if they use cream and not injectable, is that uh, the absorption may be as little as 10% of say 100 milligrams of testosterone that's used. Uh, it could be depending on where they rub it. There's higher absorption like uh, behind the neck and the ears. Uh, between the, the scrotum and the anus is another high absorption area in the thinner skin areas. Uh, but also when you use a, a cream, uh, particularly if it's testosterone, it tends to increase DHT, dihydrotestosterone, uh, to an extent more so than si say uh, testosterone pellets. Is that true? Yes, absolutely. And that's why if somebody that is resort to a cream, we recommend them to take something called a DHT block, which it really helps to um, funnel it down the right pathway. And that's in a supplement form. However, just like you mentioned, if you have a higher amount of adipose tissue and you're rubbing it on the buttocks area, your body might more likely not able to absorb it or somebody that has very low vitamin D, I mean, if your body cannot absorb the sun, how in heavens is it gonna be able to absorb a cream? So uh, putting it around the, um, behind the ear, around the mastoid process is the, what we called it, it actually has a thinner um, area, so the absorption is a lot better. A lot of blood vessels in that area around the neck too. Yes, so yes. Higher, higher absorption, sure. So what are the pre-laboratory tests should be done uh, via blood? Sometimes we'll pick up uh, some urinary tests as well for a 24-hour period. Uh, but for a woman, what tests are, are you looking for? Um, uh, with our uh, protocol, I usually like to look into the serum testing, the blood testing. So the pre-pellet insertion labs that I'm looking for is number one, testosterone. Total free 
and also bioavailable, estradiol, FSH, TSH, which is your thyroid stimulating hormones, your T4 free, your T3 free, TPO, vitamin D, B12, a CBC. So those are our pre-insertion labs that we want to look at. And then I, I might mention too, uh, Dr. Geringer, sure. uh, many, many of the women uh, as men, when you're utilizing say testosterone pellets, particularly in men at the higher dosages, uh, it'll put an additional um, demand on trace minerals. So although we're not measuring trace minerals, we can look under a microscope, a high-powered microscope that we're famous for training doctors around the world. And we have an online course about this, but you can see the shape and the quality of the red blood cells. Uh, hematologists like Dr. Ditmai Maharaj, I've done the test on him and other uh, doctors who specialize in blood hematology. And it, it's a way to detect uh, early signs, particularly of B12, folic acid, uh, iron, various deficiencies, but uh, that doesn't include the various issues with trace minerals. And Dr. Joel Wallach talks about the trace minerals uh, needing 94 essential vitamins, minerals, and nutrients. And I tend to agree with him because he's even seen and identified in the literature sickle cell anemia and other types of uh, extreme um, genetic type uh, tendencies. And actually he's been able to uh, monitor these people and prevent or re reduce or um, restore uh, the, the normal blood chemistries of the healthy uh, quality blood cells. And that could relate to fatigue. And if a person's having fatigue, it may not just be the hormone deficiency. It could be the ability of the red blood cells to transport and carry oxygen directly to the cells, correct? Yes. And sometimes my add-on test might also be the ferritin level because ferritin level is really important. It actually allows our body to see that it's the iron storage how your body's able to store iron and how your body's able to utilize iron. So I've seen in a lot of cases where sometimes people will say the standard medicine, they're like, oh my gosh, testosterone, will I lose my hair? And the answer is no, not really. It really depends what's going on in your body. So if somebody has a ferritin level, usually less than a 75, they have a greater chance of having hair loss. So it's not the testosterone pellets that's causing your hair loss. It's it's because you have a low ferritin level and ferritin your thyroid needs the ferritin to function too which of course we have a course on thyroid on its own as well so the follow-up female post insertion of of the uh, pellets uh, within four to six weeks uh, you're wanting to check to see if there's improvement or if there's not improvement it's important to repeat some of the tests that you've already done uh, in the beginning and make sure uh, if the lab levels were not at optimum ranges uh, to check to verify and follow up within four weeks that that individual is achieving optimum ranges, particularly uh, knowing that these individuals are going to be taking supplements, particularly vitamin D, which is almost rampant in deficiency due to, even if they get outdoors in the sun, they're just somehow not absorbing it as well and individuals who um, maybe have a thyroid deficiency, they're not getting enough iodine and other trace minerals, or there's endocrine disruptors. So all these things really need to be monitored uh, by a doctor and uh, appropriately uh, measured because so many athletes have abused or utilized uh, hormones at very high dosages, not knowing what they're doing, not knowing what the optimum ranges are, and that could lead to problems. So this is very important. So the follow-up lab test should be repeated as listed. And uh, if you wanted to repeat a few of those, uh, the most important ones being uh, the free and total bioavailable testosterone, estradiol, 
FSH, TSH, T4, free T3, vitamin D, uh, and uh, then we're, we're at least uh, being able to track uh, these levels a little bit more closely. I, I also get if a person's having skin problems, particularly acne or any um, issues with pimples and so forth, look at the, what's called the sex hormone binding globulin. That can tell us a lot about what's going on. And those who are deficient in human growth hormone and IGF, we want to make sure that that person doesn't have excessive levels or also doesn't have extremely deficient levels as well, right? Yes, I absolutely agree. And these follow-up labs are really, really important because even if a patient comes back to our facility and they feel absolutely amazing and they feel wonderful, but we, we want to see it on paper as well. Or sometimes they might feel like, hey, I don't really notice a difference, you know, after about four weeks. So we're like, well, let's send you out for labs to see what's going on. Let's create this check and balance system. And the, 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 the funny thing is that the labs come back and the hormonal levels are at optimum level. It looks absolutely amazing, lab work and everything. And that's what we talk about, the power of the mind, because sometimes they would not allow themselves to heal properly. And that's when we step back and say, hey, what else is going on? So when we deal with hormones, we're dealing with the whole entire package, just like you and I mentioned, Dr. Nick, your four-step protocol, we must detoxify, nutrify, fortify, and the power of the mind. Yeah, and, and you think about it, um, I, I had a gentleman come in uh, uh, last month and um, we did all the baseline lab work. We looked at his blood under the microscope. Uh, there were certain herbs and supplements that he was suggested that he take. Uh, also, there was a kind of refinement of his diet as part of the four-step process. And uh, within Detoxify, Nutrify, Fortify, and the Power of the Mind, we got him straight straighten out on a number of confusing issues because so many people come to us and they're uh, dabbling around with various diets or excessive amount of fasting to try and lose weight or they're, they're unclear since fasting can harm their hormone levels. Uh, I, but he, we got him going in the right direction. Within less than a week and a half, he was feeling fantastic. He needed less sleep. Uh, although he got to bed on time, he'd wake up alert without an alarm. Uh, he found that he uh, could perform, in his words, at 30% better through his workday and uh, really uh, in his high demand stressful business. Testosterone itself is a stress reliever for men. It's really not testosterone that causes men to be overly ag aggressive from a sp perspective of, of stress. Uh, it's really high estrogen levels that as men age, they become grumpy old men. And so we really see this dramatic difference. Now, I had another gentleman who's been on a just pristine diet for his whole life. He's been plant-based, essentially low oil intake. When he does take in fats, it's nuts, seeds, avocados, olives, and that type of thing. A lot of whole natural uh, fruits and vegetables, a lot of raw food. He's lean, he's fit, he's a former athlete. Uh, and uh, yet when he had his pellets done, he didn't feel anything uh, till about three months in. And then he noticed he was stronger in the gym, his recovery was better. The inflammation in his body was reduced significantly. So someone who's on a really good program, they may not notice as much as someone coming to us who is maybe severely deficient, which is what the case was with this other individual. They both needed augmentation. Both were on their 50s, approaching 60 years of age. 
Uh, we have clients in their 70s, 80s, and now some in their 90s that are undergoing the four-step process, which can include these bioidentical hormone uh, pellets. Uh, and it, it's like a godsend. A man, 70, 80, and 90, uh, who's withering away, sarcopenia, he's losing muscle density, he's losing desire for life, let alone sex. He, he just isn't performing as well in his business, cognitive-wise, uh, brain function. So these uh, laboratory tests will reveal a lot too, because we're not only looking for testosterone deficiency, but thyroid and vitamin D and, and multivitamins and minerals. And we're running the standard test, but some also tests that most of your doctors never even think to test. So what are some of these male laboratory tests at very minimum that should be done? And of course, you and I tend to run more elaborate tests uh, for our VIP clients. Go ahead, Dr. Geringer, what are they? Exactly, our male pre-insertion labs we need to run testosterone, total, free, and bioavailable, TSH, that again is thyroid stimulating hormones, T4 free, T3 free, TPO, also vitamin D, estradiol, and your PSA. So the PSA in male patients are very, very important. And post-insertion labs also includes, of course, testosterone, total, free, and bioavailable, estradiol. Again, if their TSH, the thyroid-stimulating hormones, was not within normal limits, or if thyroid medication was implemented, make sure we retest and remeasure the labs. So TSH, T4, T3, CBC, PSA, vitamin D as well. So when we talk about patient triage, when a patient comes in, our providers, of course, take the vital signs. We have to check their weight because their dose is based on their weight. So these pellet therapy is very, very individualized. Um, of course, we take their history, you know, their questions, family history, their own self-history, and of course, we need to document all medications. Now, when you mentioned history, a history of cancer uh, is important to know, and it could be that although, uh, particularly with prostate cancer, uh, traditional urology would say, well, let's not intervene with uh, bioidentical hormone, particularly testosterone therapy, but um, in Dr. Abraham Morgenthaler in his book, uh, Testosterone for Life, and in interviewing him and uh, having heard him at uh, actual lectures, he'll get a waiver signed by those patients with uh, prostate uh, enlargement or prostate cancer, and he finds that there's no increased rate in issues regarding the prostate uh, acceleration of prostate cancer or growth. In fact, their quality of life improves dramatically. Uh, I highly recommend that people stay tuned for our Tuesday, November 19th, uh, 6 p.m. East Coast Standard Time, 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific, because we're going to delve into this whole idea of how to create the strongest immune system to battle uh, this ever-increasing rate of cancer, as well as issues with heart disease. So certainly working with your practitioner, learning about the latest sciences about how to modulate with bioidentical and at very safe dosages that really mimic youthful levels when the body's at its absolute strongest, not mimicking excessive high levels, which has caused some physicians to be concerned about hormone therapy, which they call TRT, which is uh, testosterone replacement therapy instead of uh, BHRT, bioidentical hormone replacement. It's a complete difference of world, particularly if they're going to follow a plant-based oil-free diet, they're going to exercise, 
they're going to take the supplements that modulate or balance out the hormones uh, to to uh, safe levels because the hormones really are regulated quite extensively by certain pathways, certain um, methyl donors, uh, certain cruciferous vegetable extracts, uh, certainly turmeric. There's a whole number of them that we've used with uh, products that help to modify estrogen metabolism, uh, testosterone metabolism, DHT metabolism, and adrenal function. All of these things are taken account along with thyroid, aren't they, Dr. Geringer? Yes, um, that, that's absolutely correct. And when we go back and talk about a history of cancer, and it's really sad because some of these women that are diagnosed or overcome breast cancer and their GYN does not even want to touch hormones at all. Well, in our facility, what we do is that we rule all that stuff out and of course have them sign a waiver. But if they're having night sweats and if they're having anxiety, sleep issues, joint aches and pain, and testosterone actually passes the blood-brain barrier. So sometimes we would augment their hormones. We would pellet them with testosterone only and not pellet them with estradiol. So there are a lot of little things that we can do and tweak for that individual patient. And of course, getting their whole medical history is really important to make sure that we're doing the right kind of therapy. And I want other doctors to be out there and be aware that even though these women are diagnosed with breast cancer or any type of cancer, that doesn't mean you cannot offer them pellet therapy or you cannot offer them other hormonal replacement therapy to protect their brain function and their hormones. Yeah, in the charting, the doctor's going to have to note that the patient was advised that from a tra traditional perspective, uh, it might be that uh, the doctor usually would not uh, administer these particular hormones. The, the patient has been informed of the um, old outdated belief system, but they have to chart it and make note and then have the release uh, recommending that, yes, they want to produce uh, that is proceed with the uh, bioidentical hormones and also if it was me I would want to encourage and rec recommend that the, the doctor is supportive to the patient and vice versa that they're going to utilize these proper uh, herbs and supplements to detoxify follow the proper diet and exercise because you know people say well look I I'm going to take these hormones I've read in the literature it's going to build up my muscle I'm going to reduce body fat and have more energy all of that is actually true if they do nothing uh, this intervention is going to make a difference but when they add a healthy diet they add the proper supplements they add uh, the modulation of proper sleep patterns and uh, good positive thoughts uh, it's a world of difference isn't it Yes, uh, the hormones actually, they're so important. They're, uh, they're throughout your whole entire body. They affect every single bodily function. So it's so important for us to keep it at balance. And when we, when a patient at our facility after the pellet therapy is performed, of course, we go through the, um, the post pellet procedure, what they need to do, how they should follow it. And we also 
try to monitor what they called our thyroid medication. Their thyroid medication has to be properly monitored because patients that come in and they might have a testosterone deficiency, male or female, if their thyroid's very sluggish, we have to address thyroid issues as well. So sometimes a patient gets placed on omothyroid or some kind of compounding thyroid for T3 and T4, and T3 is what we call our metabolic machine. So when you are placed on thyroid medication, of course, these are all natural and bioidentical. It's very important for you to follow these steps. Make sure you take your thyroid meds by itself every day, first thing in the morning, 20 to 30 minutes before you eat or drink anything but water. And number two, you wanna look for signs and symptoms of overcorrecting thyroid. So sometimes that's why it's so important for us to do follow-up labs. You kind of want to start them at a low dosage and titrate it up slowly. So signs and symptoms for an overcorrected thyroid means heart palpitation, if you put your hands out and little tremors, or even hair loss, that can be too much thyroid. So we gotta make sure that we back it off. And of course, document it. And when a patient is placed on thyroid medication, please make sure you run follow-up labs, check their TSH level, check their T4 level, and also check their T3 level. And it should be remeasured every three months if you do change the dose or if you start the patient on a new dose. So you addressed a, a few of these issues about pulse pellet uh, procedures, but let's just reiterate. Yes. So the, the secret for patient compliance is please write everything down for them. They're coming to your office because they're probably in brain fog. They probably don't feel good. They probably have a lot of anxiety. They have sleep issues. They have energy issues. They're tired. So you're giving them a lot of information. So write it down for them, give them a handout, and it really minimize the phone call to your front desk office person. So being thorough is really, really important and also educating your patients on what the post-pellet procedures and the post-pellets um, healing process is gonna be. So make sure that you, again, document it, give them a signed copy of their instructions and make sure you go through routine and repetition is so important for the patient to really feel like they're being taken care of because that's what we do as providers. Yeah, it's it's important. I, oftentimes I'll actually make a recording in our office um, for them to replay because some of the information is um, a, a little bit new to the individual. And so that way the uh, individual client and the um, directions to be followed are necessary. Now let's review for the doctor's sake what supplies are needed to um, administer the proper uh, testosterone or estradiol replacement uh, pellet therapy? Yes, so the supplies are usually a 10 cc syringe, 
Of course, the lidocaine that we use is a lidocaine between 1% to 2% with epinephrine and also sodium bicarbonate. The draw needle should be an 18 gauge needle and the injection needle is gonna be with a 23 gauge needle and one and a half inch. So the 10 cc syringe, that's where the actual pellet is slid through? And no, that's a trocar. So the oh, 10 cc okay. syringe is where you draw the fluid in, you know, where, where okay. you draw the lidocaine and um, mix with the sodium bicarb. And so our, yeah, so our medical provider, our um, nurse prag draw those um, up for us. And so the mixture of the lidocaine with the epinephrine of this sodium bicarbonate, they might, you know, be different according to the provider. So next slide, please. So for the male, we usually use between eight to 10 cc of lidocaine and two cc of sodium bicarbonate. So we use between 10 to 12 cc total, and you do not wanna over inject. So don't think more means more. So don't over um, inject a patient with, um, with lidocaine. And then for the female patient, it runs between four to six cc's of the lidocaine, and of course, two cc's of the sodium bicarb. So using a six to eight cc total, and again, please do not over inject. So just stick with the dosage accordingly. So in a busy office, sometimes we see that it's helpful when the nurse prat or the MA pre-draw the lidocaine syringe. And um, if they are pre-drawn, make sure those, those syringes are labeled with the date on it because pre-drawn lidocaine and bicarbonate they should be used within 24 hours okay so in a busy office you can pre-draw these um the lidocaine the, the so, uh, sodium bicarb but make sure it has to be used within 24 hours And of course, through time, when we work with pellet therapy, this is a really, really great chart to look at. So for the first three months, for a woman, three to four months, they feel absolutely amazing and they, they can think again. They can be able to function throughout the day for not being tired. They're able to sleep throughout the night. And for men, it's between four to six months. And as we keep on receiving these pellet therapy through the years, you're gonna notice improvement. Yes, you'll notice improvement immediately, but then you'll notice more and more improvement throughout time. So there are research and data showing that pellet therapy really addresses your bone density. They actually see an increase in bone density through you know, through a couple years later or even a year later. It's, it's amazing how it works because of the, the delivery system. And bone density is critical because as we age, we're susceptible to the risk of hip fractures or falling in, in an accident and then breaking a wrist or uh, an ankle. Uh, th these things are absolutely critical. And when a, a person becomes fragile and they can't exercise any longer, they're laid up in the hospital, 
they are at risk uh, for uh, lung diseases and uh, various other disorders and premature death. So uh, bone density is not something to be ignored. Uh, some of the uh, interventions with drugs to increase bone density have uh, proven to be less than desirable with all the side effects. Exactly. And of course, not only that, um, testosterone replacement therapy actually helps us to maintain our muscle mass because as we age, even though we want to anti-age you, I mean, or even try to decelerate your aging process, unfortunately, biologically, our body still ages. That's why it's so important for us to address these hormonal pathways and not wait around until it's, it's harder for us to catch up to it. So what we want to do is that we want to talk about, of course, how hormonal replacement therapy, which we see in our practice, how it actually decreases the cholesterol I think it's just absolutely amazing where these patients are coming in. And of course, if they're eating fast food, if they're eating like a really crappy diet, and if they're like 50 pounds or, or, or 30 pounds overweight, then we have to sit them down and have a conversation with them about dieting. However, we see some patients coming in and they're within normal weight range, but their cholesterol is high. And of course, we go through what kind of food are you eating, we want to rule out animal protein that can cause a high cholesterol and high triglycerides. But what's amazing is that we have a couple cases that I want to talk about where we haven't really focused on their diet yet, and yet we see a drop in their total cholesterol and also their triglycerides. That to me is like amazing. And that's just the, you know, the beginning of, of them healing, right, Dr. Nick? Absolutely. And, you know, the exciting thing is I know at your office and at my office and I have a network of doctors I work with, uh, the, the, the patients that come in, they get so many compliments from their colleagues when they go to the beach and they're wearing a bathing suit and everyone notices, wow, they're looking shapelier, they're looking stronger. Wow. You know, these are guys... 50, 60, 70, 80, you know, just looking fabulous. And, you know, particularly when they follow the whole four steps of detoxify, nutrify, fortify, and the power of the mind. But I, I've got to say, if they're doing a proper plant-based diet, I just wanted to mention that there's so many people under the mistaken belief because the egg and meat and dairy industry wants you to believe that the foods you eat have nothing to do with your cholesterol level. And what they do is they'll point to studies where people are on already a high animal-based protein diet, a keto diet or a paleo diet, and they're eating so much meat and, and dairy and eggs. And they say, see, my cholesterol didn't go up. Well, you dummy, <laughs> your cholesterol was already high and saturated. And then you went and added some more eggs. Every study shows when your cholesterol is already over 200, which is excessively high, your cholesterol in countries that live longer, like in Okinawa and the blue zones, they have a cholesterol of about 100 to 130, maybe 150, maybe in the South Pacific where they're uh, eating a lot of coconut, they're getting a little more saturated fat, their cholesterol might get up to 180, but upon autopsy, when they die you know, in a normal course of life, the individuals have clean arteries. So we know that the diet is affected, and here's how we know. They take cultures like the Tarmar Indians, where they have a very low cholesterol, they feed them eggs every day for a month, and their cholesterol skyrockets up to very high levels. Then 
they take them off the eggs the next month, the cholesterol's come back down. They put them back on the eggs, the cholesterol's back up. What more proof do you have to show people? This is conclusive. But when you put people, once again, already on a high cholesterol diet, add eggs to their diet, they're just basically saturated. They have so much cholesterol, the body can only absorb about uh, 100 to 300 milligrams, somewhere in that, the body ex excretes that is about 100 milligrams of cholesterol a day. So again, don't ignore the power of a whole food plant-based diet. Don't ignore the power of healthy hormone replacement. We're seeing that with these hormone re replacement pellets, that the levels improve and then add that to a healthy diet. Now you're improving the circulation, healthy heart, healthy mind, just like Arnold Schwarzenegger, who has over the years of his career used hormones, of course, uh, particularly even the synthetic high dosage testosterone levels. But he has now recently gone over to a plant-based diet to protect uh, the longevity of, of his existence. So take a look at case number one, Dr. Uh, Geringer. Please share with us this 50-year-old male. Uh, case number one. So these are kind of like our patient avatars that we see in our facility. 50-year-old male, height is 5'10", weight 168, so he's not overweight. Um, symptoms, decreased energy, decreased muscle tone, low motivation, high intensity exercise. So he exercises, he uses weights, and he's also a big cyclist. So he was placed on bioidentical hormonal replacement therapy, which is called pellet therapy. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> and we gave him 1,800 milligrams of testosterone. Now, by the way, some doctors will prescribe as low as 800 milligrams. Uh, the average about uh, 1,600 to 1,800. Some doctors have tried 2,200, 2,400, but somewhere in that 1,800 milligram for a person weighing 168 pounds uh, in kilos, I guess that's about 80 kilos or so, um, you're really looking at uh, that uh, dosage is going to sustain them for several months. That's a really good um, uh, dosage, correct? Yes, it is. It's 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 great, um, especially when he's so active. You know, sometimes when it really depends on their level of activities. Just like I say, it's adipose release. It's embedded in your adipose tissue. But that's why we embed it in the buttocks area. However, it's cardio act output. So he exerts himself, so he'll burn his pellets a little bit more. So we take in consideration not only their weight, but their activities too. So these pellets are pretty individualized according to the patient. But when you look at his pulse lap results, it's amazing because you can see within like two months, that's like four weeks, Four weeks after, um, eight weeks, I mean, after his um, pellet insertion, you're able to see his total cholesterol from 295, it drops down to 260. His LDL from 210 goes down to 184. His triglycerides from 114 went down to 109. His total testosterone was only at a 263 and it went all the way up to a 1577. No wonder he feels absolutely amazing. And for a male, the optimum range of testosterone should range between 800 to about 1000. But most of our patients, we feel like that range is so outdated. Don't you feel it that way, Dr. Nick? 
that they should be yeah. at least in the 1500s. Yeah, a thousand is where you're just starting to feel normal and healthy and strong and good mentally, physically, and free of stress. When you get between 1200 to 1500, certainly initially when the pelts first go in, they, they could spike up to approaching 2000. Uh, but keep in mind, uh, I've seen young men who are not using any hormone replacement in their 20s, and this is a level that you see. So you want to shoot for those levels, even if you're an older guy, you want to kind of reverse the clock of aging, stimulate the telomeres, stimulate the chromosomes, the mitochondria, all the youthful factors of health, then this is what you must do. I mean, I am a huge advocate of doing all four steps of detoxifying good nutrition, good supplementation and exercise and the, really the power of the mind. But without hormone replacement therapy, the quality of life is not there. Exactly. And then we ran his estradiol too to make sure that his testosterone is being funneled down the right pathway and not to create some man boobs, which we do not want. And so his estradiol was 25 and it went up to a 40. So according to our pellet therapy protocol, that is still a safe zone and we try to keep the estradiol lower than an 80 actually particularly if you use live detox with turmeric and asparagus and astragalus the these liver detoxification protocols help the liver to function better and we keep that estrogen moving through with the dim uh, the estroblock type uh, dim uh, pathway to to minimize or convert some of the what, what's not shown here in the urinary estrogens, which is a, a more concentrated form of estrogen, converts to a safer form of estrone, and, and that's important. But what I wanted to go back to is that free testosterone. Look at that, 1.1 going mm -hmm. up to 284. That's the bioactive form of testosterone that the individual gets the most benefit from, right, Dr. Geringer? Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. That, that means the, the free testosterone that your body is able to use. And this is how I, I explain it because I don't like pumping gas in my car. I don't know why, you know, it's just a, a woman thing. So when you see your gas tank getting empty, well, he's really, really empty. So now he's got a lot of gas in his gas tank. So not only the sex drive went up, not only the sexual performance improve, but cognitively he feels absolutely amazing. He's not coming home, plopping himself onto the couch and just watch TV. Now he's motivated to do stuff. And here this man, I mean, he's a pretty active person to begin with for him to notice that crazy increase in energy in a good form for him to sustain that energy level throughout the whole entire day and his cognitive function, his brain fog is totally gone. That's just amazing. And the men notice that firm, strong erection, particularly the morning erection or upon engagement with their lover. I mean, they really feel a tremendous difference in sexual performance, not even needing Viagra, Cialis or the blue pill, so, so to speak. These individuals, if they use it, they use lower dosages. Um, I, and I did want to say you want these pellets to do the best work, but don't do all the work by themselves. So you want to take a testosterone booster. We have a combination of herbs. Uh, that really release more of the bioavailable testosterone, particularly on a plant-based diet, we'll see a little bit higher sex hormone binding globulin, which is a healthy thing for the skin, but we want to release more of the free bioavailable testosterone. So with the boron, the uh, tribulus, uh, with zinc, uh, there's about 20 different ingredients that we have formulated with the very best 
premium herb combination that gets that best result. I like to, with my clients, encourage them not only to use the pellets, but to make the pellets last longer, add these herbal supplements to get the maximum benefit and prolong that benefit as long as possible. So instead of maybe having to have the pellets uh, more often, uh, it can stretch out to only two times, three times a year, at most four times in a year, as opposed to other facilities where they're not adding these adjunctive therapies with proper supplements, diet, and, and exercise, right? Absolutely. We have other providers and physicians that do hormonal replacement therapy, of course, bioidentical pellet therapy, and their patients um, has to come back if two and a half months or three months because their pellets um, kind of like is gone. And I would ask them, hey, are you implementing the supplementation? Because the reason why your hormones is a mess, the reason why you're having all these symptoms is because there's some kind of nutritional deficiency to start out with. So make sure that anybody that's on bioidentical hormonal replacement therapy, make sure that you do supplement yourself. You do supplement yourself with DIM. You do supplement yourself with the Live Detox and, and even vitamin D because that's a pro-hormone. So all that stuff has to take in play. And going back to our four-step program, that protocol is so important, of course. Detoxify, nutrify, fortify, and the power of the mind. And we'll cover that again at the end of this um, of this course. Dr. Geringer, and I think people need to really appreciate the fact that when you're using uh, these herbal interventions, we've seen patients and measured their lab levels with both blood, urine, saliva. You know, we measured them when they're not using the supplements compared to using the bioidentical hormones with the supplements, and it's literally night and day. The results are dramatically different and improved upon because it's really not how much your levels build up to but it's the receptor sites, how much of these hormones are absorbed at the right uh, tissues, how well they're in the right, what's called pathways. In estrogen alone, there's over 40 different estrogen metabolites that you can measure, at least 10 of them that we mo uh, monitor, five to 10 of them that is in the urine, as well as there's multiple type of metabolites for testosterone and cortisol and DHEA and all these things we're looking at because we want a complete package we're not in this for the short haul where you go into some sports clinic and someone or even some gym rat gives you some testosterone as a you know injectable thing and saying, hey, now you feel great, right? And then all of a sudden they're having to cycle, they're getting man boobs, they're losing their hair, they're, they're losing sexual function. They're really creating a lot of issues because they don't understand how the whole package works. Now tell us about uh, the females here. What Give us uh, case number two here, age 57 year old female. Okay, case number two, 57-year-old female, height 5'4", weight 154. She was menopausal since 2015, so that's about like four years ago. So her symptoms are night sweat, hot flashes, brain fog, low libido, which she was referred by her frustrated husband, and she received a BHRT with pellets, um, 125 milligrams of testosterone and about 10 milligrams of estradiol. And again, the reason why we gave her estradiol is because she was menopausal since 2015. So what are the pre and post lab levels for uh, this female case? Okay. Pre-BHRT labs includes 
total cholesterol of 225. About two months later, her post-lab review, it dropped down to 197. Her LDL is at a 123, went down to a 102. Her triglycerides. That's with very little change in diet, correct? Yes, with very little change in diet. And like I said, usually I I walk a patient through our our step process because they're coming in and they're they have anxiety, they have sleep problems, they have brain fog, they can't focus, they can't sleep. So it's very hard for us to throw them everything all at once. So that's why we remeasure this um, post-lapse in two months because they finally have their brain clarity back. And once when we're able to get their clarity, their mental clarity back, then we graduate them from phase one and bring them to phase two. That's when we're like, okay, now you're able to listen to me and this is what we need to do. We're gonna do a whole lifestyle change. See, that's what you and I are about, Dr. Nick. We're about a whole entire lifestyle change. This health and wellness is a lifelong journey, right? You've been doing it for years. Only 40 years. So look at this nice drop in the LDL cholesterol, 123 to 102, and the triglycerides, the fatty levels of the blood from 116 to 79. But look at that total testosterone, 16 up to 134. I love that free testosterone level, 1.8 to 17.6 with almost no estrogen in this female uh, getting up to about 40. And if you notice in the guy a little bit earlier, uh, his level was about 40 or 50. So some of these guys have uh, more estrogen than women who are aging who actually need estrogen, but in the right type of estrogen in the right pathway. Tell us about this FSH, 134 uh, down to 54. Yes, FSH is called the folate stimulating hormones. Any woman that has an FSH level greater than a 29 allows me to know that they're heading towards perimenopause to menopause. So when we see a high FSH level, we know immediately that they probably have signs and symptoms of hot flashes because that's more of an estrogen deficiency or vaginal dryness or dry eyes or they wrinkle up really easily. Ladies, when you're listening to this, when your period stops, your body does not make its natural collagen anymore. It does not make its natural estrogen anymore because if you look at her labs, her estradiol was undetectable. And that's why she's in this brain fog. So when we deal with hormones, it's it's kind of like looking at every single thing as a whole and not just one little piece. Yeah, let's take a look at this um, individual case three, I I find to be uh, impressive because he's a bigger guy and uh, age uh, uh, 51. So tell us a little bit about this this case. Okay, he's a 51 year old gentleman. His height is 6'10". He's a little bit overweight. He weights, I mean six six foot, I'm sorry, six foot. He weighs 263 pounds. So his symptoms are very classic, lack of energy, fatigue, lack of focus, weight gain. I mean, he, he, he tries to work out and he can't even lose weight. Irritability, he gets really mad easily. And low libido, of course, and joint pain and muscle pain. So what we did with this man is that we pelleted him with testosterone 
800 milligrams of bioidentical hormonal replacement pellets. And when you look and those, at, uh, labs, right? yes, and these are his labs. Again, not preaching too much about food or anything. And not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so his total cholesterol was from a 212. It dropped down to 185. Again, you see one case after another that once when we optimize the hormones and when we optimize the hormones, they feel better because everybody knows that they have to exercise. They know they have to eat right. They know that they have to choose the right kind of food. But when you're in that brain fog and you don't feel good and you feel overwhelmed, you can't even think straight to prepare even a meal. You know, you can't even plan your meal. And so that's why we see such great results is because their mental clarity came back and they feel good again. So his LDL was at a 124. It dropped down to a 109. His triglycerides, yes, that's a bad. Yes. Weight is going to fluctuate within that range. I wouldn't worry too much about that. If it goes up to over four or five or 600, then they're doing something really bad. They're drinking olive oil, eating meat, cheese, eggs, dairy products. Yeah. They're doing really bad and, things. But the, the pellets themselves are keeping them in a decent range. But look at that yeah. total testosterone, but, too. But Dr. Nick, the, the reason why his triglycerides went from a 59 to a 124 is that he got into that ketogenic diet. Wow. That's why, that's why. <laughs> yes, because he felt good. So he went back to the gym. He went back to the gym and, and, and tried to like push his workout. And then he just was talking to somebody that was on the ketogenic diet. And you can see the triglycerides jumped up from 59 to 124. Even though his cholesterol went, yes, even though his cholesterol went down. But that's when, you know, that's when we had a chat with him. We talk about, you know, nutrification. We talk about fortifying his body and things like that. So his total testosterone started out at a 576, went up to a 1423. His free testosterone, see that jump from 99 all the way up to a 301. And then of course his estradiol was 35 and it only went up to like a 40. So that's not bad. Yeah, I don't even want to get up out of bed if my testosterone's the two to five hundred range, and it'll drop as low as hundred to two hundred in these guys. Uh, when you bring that free testosterone up to three hundred and a total to a thousand to fourteen, fifteen hundred, they're feeling great. And you know, in route to getting to their ideal body weight, certainly if they're really messing up their diet, they're not making changes. But once they get on track with a healthier diet, they'll see the results quicker, faster, better. You know, it's just a question of. Uh, doing it um, in a systematic uh, way. I, we've been in this field for 20 years, respectively for yourself, 40 years for myself. Um, I've seen it all. I've seen what it takes to get people to ideal, incredible levels. And then once they really get into a system, they don't want to turn back. They're on this for a lifetime, a lifestyle. And, you know, you and I have had clients literally 20, 30, 40 years and longer, and it, it, it's all the difference in the world. So uh, let's talk about that. That leads to this particular uh, really good slide. Here's a good question. Yeah, so uh, questions that we like to answer is that, how long will patient notice improvement after their pellet therapy? So usually we tell our patients that male, you usually notice a difference in within 10 to 14 days. 
So our male patients usually feel an increase in energy, of course, an increase in sex drive and even sexual performance in about three to five days. I have some you have some products that uh, help to enhance uh, erectile function as well, as well as as we reduce the estrogen levels, even though there's going to be some uh, increase in estrogen when you add testosterone therapy. We have the supplements that help to control that, to clear it out, particularly with the methyl donors. It's a huge difference, not just for cognition, but helping the estrogen to go through their pathway so that it doesn't build up in the body. Because you don't want that to happen when you want outstanding uh, performance, cognition, and energy, and well-being. You, I cut you off a little bit. What were you going to say? Yes, it, it, that's true. We have patients, uh, our male patients actually will call our office or Texas and say, Oh my gosh, the next day, I'm telling you, the next day, they're like, oh wow, I have my morning erection again. And, and they forget that men's testosterone, it's highest in the morning. And one of the classic signs of symptoms of low testosterone is no morning erection. It's nice to have that friend back when the hormones are correct and it's all good. So the females, uh, what are they noticing within three to 10 days? Yes, the female, they usually feel mental clarity. That's like the number one thing. And then they also, of course, you know, feel a difference and increase in sex drive within three days. So our female patients actually feel a difference between three to 10 days. Women that are in menopause, they usually feel it within three days because they needed that estradiol to um, kick in for their mental clarity. Dr. Geringer, do you have some patients that say just do estrogen replacement and not testosterone and they notice an improvement in their sex drive and their lubrication, vaginal lubrication and quality of their skin and how they feel and cognition and so forth? Um, well, I would have to look at the whole entire laboratory, but sometimes women can be on like an estradiol cream or something that kind of help them. But I would advise them to actually be on a combination of um, estradiol, progesterone, or even a testosterone cream. That combo will really, really work as well. Yeah, we have a new testogenin cream that's just like rocket fuel. It is amazing balancing out four different hormones, DHEA, pregnenolone for brain cognition, uh, certainly the, the new uh, androgen activator and uh, the way in which chrysin and DIM work together in a cream to reduce some of these harmful estrogens. So you're really balancing out four different key hormones in men and women. And uh, some of the people are actually using the cream. Maybe they don't do the testosterone uh, pellets in the men or women, and they're just using the cream. Uh, we've even added some ingredients for measles therapy that actually help to um, uh, lipolize or that metabolize fat in the body fat areas. Uh, pretty impressive because there's companies out there selling just those two ingredients out of over 20 ingredients that's in our cream. And uh, those two ingredients, they sell for over $160 to $200 at other companies. And you'll be surprised at all the benefits you get with our product and at a very, very competitive price. Uh, and, and those who are connoisseurs of this particular uh, uh, natural hormonal intervention cream, uh, they, they come out from everywhere going, oh, wow, you've got that original cream coming back again. Yep, we do. And we're excited in a few weeks, probably in time for the big event on uh, November 19th at 3 p.m. Uh, Pacific, 6 p.m. East Coast time. 
Uh, we're we're going to stream to you live and talking about building up the immune system and all those people out there who are struggling with these conditions. So how long do these pellets last and uh, what, what can men and women expect, particularly if they're using the diet, the exercise and the, and the supplements? Uh, could they expect even longer uh, reliable benefits? Um, yeah, so the male, their pellets last about five to six months, depending on their level of activities. And for the female, their pellets last about three to four months, again, depending on their level of activities, because these pellets are cardiac output. So don't forget, testosterone really helps to maintain that muscle mass. So your heart is a muscle. That's why it's very cardiovascular protective for our body, along with our cognitive function. And of and course, uh, when patients have this therapy with the bioidentical hormone uh, pellets and, and certainly all the other additional support, but uh, uh, what is uh, the retention? How many patients come back to have the, the procedure done again and again over the course of years? Um, our patient retention is about 93%. That means that you know, we balance the hormones. They feel absolutely amazing. And they know because we educate them when their hormonal level starts to decrease. So they know that when their pellet therapy is not in their body anymore that means that it starts going down before it goes down into the dumps that they come back and make sure that they get their session again and I mean who doesn't want to feel great because at the end our body is biologically aging so why don't we become proactive and really go in there and decelerate our aging process yeah so there's some changes in risk factors uh, one in seven uh, women are uh, premenopausal, they, uh, their risk of dying from heart disease is greater. Uh, so when we have postmenopausal women though, that rise goes up to one in three. So we really have to intervene not only from a hormonal perspective, uh, but we really have to take a look at what we can do to support women uh, with their plant-based whole food eating, their exercise, their supplementation, and certainly uh, finding love in their life and contribution and the, the six human needs. All these things play a big role in longevity and quality of life, don't, don't they, Dr. Geringer? Yes, they do. Everything. What about cognition and particularly the terrifying uh, likelihood of Alzheimer's? What's the incidence with women uh, with Alzheimer's disease? Again, we're going back to estradiol, which is the good form of estrogen. It's really cognitive protective. So unfortunately, Alzheimer's disease is a woman's disease because women get Alzheimer's disease eight to one over men. So eight women versus one male gets Alzheimer's. That's alarming. So women on estrogen are 50% less likely to develop Alzheimer's disease. Men with low testosterone are three more times likely to develop Alzheimer's disease because testosterone passes that blood-brain barrier. What about the incidence of uh, arthritic conditions and, and related issues? So about 10% of men and about 18% of women greater than 60 years old have osteoarthritis. That's the stats right now. So both estrogen and testosterone can actually 
stimulate these pre-cartilage cells that's possibly by reversing the development of these arthritic tissue. So what that means is that, that both testosterone and estrogen is able to slow down these development of these arthritic tissue. That's why sometimes when we pellet our patients, suddenly their joint pain goes away or their muscle pain goes away. Yeah, and there's a talk that I'm developing the four steps to prevent or reversing arthritis. And I, I know it sounds uh, almost extreme and ridiculous to think, but once there's damage to the joints, much of that's not going to change. But when you catch it in the inflammatory stage, in the early stages, we have to teach people that there are foods that are highly inflammatory to some people and not to others. So there's a simple test at our website. If you go to uh, lifeperformance.store, you'll see the list of tests. Click down. Uh, find the one on Alatest, food inflammatory test, get that kit sent out to you, find out or come by our office in Costa Mesa or up in Florida there, Tampa Bay, and you'll be able to get these tests done. We send the results in. We can look under a microscope as well. I know your office is in training. Uh, doctors uh, around the country are now opting in to get the microscopy course because you can see the white blood cells. You can see the very cells that when these white cells break apart cause arthritis and why the foreign proteins that, that is foreign to the person's body are causing havoc uh, with these digestive enzymes inside the white blood cells that are eating up the joints. The incidence, though, when you restore estrogen, testosterone, let alone uh, some of the stim stimulations of stem cells, could be a novel intervention that uh, will save for our biological uh, rejuvenation program. But uh, these are the things that uh, you'd be surprised, not just 20 different chronic conditions, uh, we're going to be talking about the leading conditions and really it all in summary gets down to uh, what do we need to do to uh, utilize proper nutrition in these four amazing steps before using pharmacology or drugs or surgery. I mean, what what can we do, Dr. Geringer? Uh, are you a big believer in this and have, don't you have your own story about this? Let's, let's tell them the four steps and let's share your story. I don't think we've ever actually shared your story much um, uh, and your odyssey because I think people need to know that. Why do you follow these four steps and why is it so important to you? Well, proper nutrition is key. And again, I'm a total believer of this four-step program. Number one, detoxify. Number two, nutrify. Number three, fortify. And number four, the power of the mind. And my story is that when I was in college, I was in a severe car accident where I could not even get out of the bed without my roommate coming into my room and push me out of bed. I thought if I was going to move, my back would snap in half. So of course I went to my doctor and I was prescribed a bunch of medication. The first thing that they started me out with, with was um, was uh, painkillers, you know, loading. And of course at that time I was 105 pounds, so I was really skinny and very frail, and I was a college student. Well, the side effects of those medication kind of like made me sleepy and it got rid of my pain, but it really was just temporarily. And so what happened, I went back and he increased my dosage. And so I was very compliant and I took the higher dosage, which threw my stomach apart. So I ended up with an ulcer. So of course I got another medication for the ulcer and that threw my hormones out of whack. So I went back and he placed me on birth control pills to regulate my hormones. So it's like one thing after another, and I was only 18. Identical, 
No, they were not. There were birth control pills. And I didn't want to take birth control pills for birth control reasons, but he placed me on it because he thinks it helps to regulate my my um, cycle. And so I actually went back and my grades were starting to spiral downhill. And of course, you know, me, <laughs> I want to be the top 10% of my class. And for my grades to go down, that was like, oh no, this is not good. So I went back and he gave me Ritalin. At that time, Adderall didn't exist. You know, that should date me a little bit. So he placed me on Ritalin and he said, it helped me focus because I had ADD. And that was it. I was like, no, the reason why I couldn't focus is because I was sleepy. And the reason why I was sleepy was because I was on those pain medication. And the reason why my stomach wasn't working, you know, and I was having ulcers is because of all these side effects of all these medication. But long story short, I met a chiropractor and he totally changed my life. He told me that I had to go and figure out the root cause of the problem. So he adjusted me and my headaches went away. And in about a couple months, I was totally off of all those medication. And he taught me about nutrition and he taught me about health and wellness. And that's why I went down the path that I went down. And it was really sad because if I would have went down the other pathway, I would have had my doctorate and, and received my doctorate at the age of 24 years old. I would have been so medicated and walk around like a zombie if I would have taken that traditional route. Wow. You know, it, it's a testament to your persistence and your uh, goal to uh, not only seek normalization, but uh, to kind of get to that next level. So uh, how important is detoxification and what role does the lymphatic system along with the stimulation lymphatic system and supplementation, which I know we're going to cover a lot more extensively in the coming event. Um, if they just go to nickdelgado.com and register for the event coming up Tuesday, November 19th, we're so excited uh, for that event, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Uh, East Coast uh, Standard Time. And we're going to be able to field your questions, answer your questions, and go through uh, a rather significant uh, discussion about the importance of a strong immune system. So are you uh, encouraging your clients and patients to do this detoxification process? And how soon do people start noticing improvements when they detoxify? And how long may it take uh, in this, this uh, issue to, to cleanse up their body? Well, it really depends on their toxic level, you know. So number one, we have to detoxify the body. It's almost like, you know, giving your body this whole brand new leaf to um, start out on. It's like a, a blank canvas for you to paint whatever stuff that you want to paint on. So number one, movement. If you're able to create some kind of movement, incorporate some kind of movement into your daily routine because it actually helps to stimulate your lymphatic system. Get up, walk around, walk outside, you know, do yoga, do some kind of some kind of gym work or spin class or something like that. And then number two, sauna. You can sit in a hot sauna because what it does is that it helps for you to sweat out all your toxins. And of course, supplementation is huge. Make sure you support that liver. That poor liver has to do so much work. Everything has to go through your liver medication and even supplementation supplements have to go through your liver as well so it's nice to keep that liver nice and clean 
Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting that uh, at our uh, website, uh, lifeperformance.store, not .com, they can find uh, links uh, coming up this week that will uh, show how they can get a uh, bungee cord uh, jump sport trampling, how they can get a relaxed sauna uh, that is so effective with the far infrared spa. They can learn about some of the cleansing uh, products and systems that they can follow. So each person really uh, can start seeing these results. What about Nutrify? What What is uh, the combinations that we do to focus in in summary of this uh, ending of the course here? So what do they need to do? Nutrify is really important. That's when you have to incorporate some whole raw foods back into your diet. You have to eat nutrient-dense food to nutrify your body. So it helps to regulate the bowels because your small intestine, that's where food absorption occurs, nutrient absorption. So your small intestine is about 23 feet long. That's pretty long, that's like a tennis court, you know, where nutrient absorption occurs. And if you're not eating raw, whole foods, plant-based foods, then your body's not able to get all the, the food that it needs because our, our intestinal tract is our like second brain our gut is our second brain and again i, I want to talk about nutrient dense food nice rainbow colors like reds like beets and fruits and greens such as great green leafy vegetables so put those nutrients back into your diet and what about fortify dr Geringer? what are we doing to regulate the body at more advanced levels uh, once we're ready to once we have a good solid base what what are the key steps of fortification um, fortification means to fortify your body. It's almost like protect your body from the outside environmental toxins, protect your body from the imbalances that you sustain for numbers of years. So to keep your hormones in balance is one of the key things in fortifying your body, protecting your body. Um, Hormones include like things like cacrysin, beta cystole, tripolis, dim. Those are things that you can do to fortify your hormonal pathway to go down a more natural path. Heptide. And we do have hormonal quizzes and we do have some questionnaires. If they just go to lifeperformance.store forward slash form, F-O-R-M, they're going to find a whole series of questions that help us because it's not enough just to get the laboratory test. We want to know your symptoms, the questions, how we can kind of direct you. And then with that, there's a series of education follow-up videos and online courses. So what about peptide therapy? I know I'm so excited about peptide therapy. I've been using it for several years now. And uh, for myself, it's just made a world of difference besides just knowing the basics about biological hormone. Peptide therapy takes you to that whole next level. Oh, absolutely amazing. The PT-141, the CJC-1295, and oxytocin. That's, you know, that's that's really good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love hormone. I mean, think about it. Once uh, a man or woman has complete release and, uh, you know, during an intimate encounter, uh, for a woman, it's one of the best detoxifiers of stress. Just amazing. On a daily basis, we encourage women to fulfill that uh, outcome, whether it be through a deep massage, uh, a loving encounter, holding, hugging, all these things. But there are natural uh, supplemental interventions with these peptides that really kind of get your body in the right state to accept uh, these uh, nutrient um, experiences. So what about stem cell uh, therapy and treatment? I know there's some 
discussion about various types and you know we you and I have been in the field from the early inception really um, doctors that uh, have been practicing around the world are starting to now kind of coordinate a world standard. Uh, I think it's needed because it's kind of all over the place. People saying, oh, we're doing this type of stem cell and they act like the more stem cell numbers you get, the better. It's not, doesn't work that way, does it? No, it doesn't. It has to be patient specific and, and symptoms specific as well. So stem cell therapy can range numerous different types of stem cells, which you and I will cover in one of our courses, which we need a lot more time to, um, to talk about the different type of stem cells. But to summarize what stem cells are is that they help to rebuild repair and regrow new tissue and that's amazing because now you're able to regrow cartilage you know that's like unheard of but that's regenerative medicine for you that's our future medicine where we can talk about stem cells to be organ specific which is really really exciting it's very likely that with these organ specific 420 different cell types that we can actually potentially rejuvenate the liver the kidneys uh, individuals waiting for uh, organ transplant. So uh, it may be three to five years to prove out in the medical literature and the journals, but some uh, facilities around the world are starting to coordinate with us uh, for those people who, you know, really uh, sometimes they don't have any option and they're seeking that therapy and treatment. So uh, again, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at it uh, from a scrutiny standpoint with cautious eyes, but having been in the field for more than 20 years and utilizing these treatments and therapies, for me, it's, it's been a, a lifesaver, uh, let alone for hundreds of patients and clients that I followed through different doctors utilizing these advanced uh, treatments. So, and of course, we'll talk further about supplementation uh, in our uh, coming events. And uh, please uh, do uh, consider the incredible importance of sustaining energy using the right methyl donors, DNA, RNA protectors, uh, the right herbs. Uh, a lot of work has gone into this with over 20 different supplements to take a look at at the uh, new exciting site, uh, lifeperformance.store. And uh, Dr. Geringer, I, I think probably last but not least, the most important of all, without question, our number one selling program is neuro reprogramming, the power of the mind and using brain tap, meditation, yoga, just to name a few. I know you're a big fan of all of these uh, treatments and therapies. And uh, when we get together or we're in different cities traveling and doing our work, um, this is one of the cores to staying on track, being consistent and really enjoying life. I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. quality of life, isn't it? Yes, and um, the mind is so important and our brain function. That's why I'm big about, you know, fortifying the body, being able to optimize your body so you can think clearly, have that mental clarity because then it's like happy people attract happy people, <laughs> you know, healthy people attract healthy people. And so what we want to do is just maintain our health and that that health and wellness comes from the inside out. And that's so important. You have to really, really work on the, the, the wellness as this whole lifelong journey. You're gorgeous, you're amazing, you're intelligent, and uh, we're about to change the world now with these coming uh, podcast live webinars. Uh, we're so happy that everyone tuned in. Uh, and I, I just want you to, again, mark your calendar, go to nickdelgado.com, N-I-C-K, and then uh, D-E-L-G-A-D-O, 
uh, com. Go to that site, nickdelgado.com, register for the coming event. Uh, there'll be some follow-up bonuses and offers and exciting opportunities. Uh, trust me, uh, our goal is to put it out there uh, on a live about every two weeks or so. And uh, meanwhile, we are releasing content information on a daily basis for those who want our daily letter coming out with videos and blogs and information. And those of you who just want it once a week or once a month, just we, we have some section there where you can check off or let us know. Uh, but those of you who are just wanting to binge on this great information and feel great and look great and really uh, usher in the new year, which is coming fast. Uh, all I can say is uh, Dr. Kathleen Geringer, be well, be strong. Thank you so much for this course. And uh, although some people are gonna get to see this course, it's gonna be put up and uploaded for the doctors and educators uh, for a repeat because they're gonna really need to delve deeper and they can ask questions of us, those of you who are enrolling on the online courses. Okay, everyone, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.